1: I think you're a heck of a wrestler, you're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy, Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason... Wait a minute, El Dandy has been wrestling in, in in the cruiserweight division here, please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes he's 50 pounds. Who difference. are you to, to, to doubt L Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. So let's talk about some serious How about, a, how about hypnosis? Let's get to Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever, he's a great wrestler, you know...
2: Hello and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo?
0: Hey, what's going on? Um, Just sitting here listening to Big E talk about.
1: That's why I'm here. That's why i was stressing as a kid. You on your five-star matches. You on your 30-minute classics. Big, meaty, man, slapping me.
0: There it is. (laughs) Uh, Miss Biggie, Uh, wish him a speedy recovery. uh, It's just Smackdown's not the same without him. WWE's not the same without him. Honestly,
2: yeah. Get well soon, Biggie. Uh, he said he was doing fine. Uh, I saw someone tweeted at him yesterday, and he responded to their tweet that he was. Um, Rick is
0: actually doing well too. He's walking without. Um, I mean, he's walking with, with his cane, but he was walk, he was holding him up over his head, and he was walking. You know, um, you know, walking walking by him, by himself and everything. So good for him. He got a long road ahead of recovery too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's some the people t- saying wrestling's is not real, but uh, these injuries, <sighs> the injuries will tell you another story. <laughs>
2: yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. Well, thank you, Mr. Moe, for joining me once again for this week's edition of the Rawcast being brought to you I by to. So, you know, yeah. You I know, you hold me in contempt.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, you definitely, man, have the, uh, you know, we talk about this every once in a while. You definitely do have, you definitely drew the shortest straw of all the co-hosts. You got... I the, mean, the, like I said,
0: like I, like, like, like I say, like we say, yeah, Raw is the, 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 the trash, the, the burning, hot, grizzling, grizzling shit, as Bruce Prichard would say, but, I mean, like I say, we have fun. Like I said, we in the spaces with us on Monday nights. We have fun in there. We have a good time. So, in a sense, it's worth watching because I have. And I read do live tweets too, so I have people that I can talk to about it and see other, you know, thoughts and commentaries about it. You know, so it's not really that bad. I mean, yes, I would love to be to be the the show that it was back in the day, but. You know i watch it with folks every week so it's just like it's it's good i'm, I'm good with it
2: no well, i'm glad that you have that attitude and uh and you can you come in here every week and and talk to me about it because who nights like last night oh boy definitely makes me say man motor underscore reese i appreciate him so much because man I don't give him much to work with on a weekly basis. (laughs) Oh, we just make it work. (laughs) We make it work. That's how we're supposed to do. We make we're supposed to make it work. So what we're making work this week's edition of Monday Night Raw with the opening video that looks at Cody Rhodes beating the Miz last week. Then he's setting up his WrestleMania backlash rematch with Seth Rollins. So here comes Seth to get us going officially. Rollins gets straight to the point, calling out Cody Rhodes, who joins him in the ring. Um, they toned down the pyro a little bit this week.
0: Well, he still got um, he still got more than a million a million million and one dollars worth of prop pyro. He still <laughs> got a, a, a good a good portion of it, so he can't say.
2: Uh,
0: he hasn't had the special elevator anymore.
2: Right, right. Cody thinks Rhodes, uh, thinks Buffalo is Rhodes country, and the fans seem to agree. Uh, You know what he's talking about, right? What? That being in the ring with Seth seems surreal, and he would think that, you know, Buffalo is Rhodes country. That battleground match they had him and Dustin against, I think it was Rollins and Dean.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah the one okay. where
2: Dusty gets involved and they win. Yeah, got
0: yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. I, I you know, sometimes a lot of stuff you have and you kind of forget the matches and everything, but, yeah. But somebody, I remember, I think it was, was it I don't know if it was at WrestleMania. I think, and then um, Corey Graves was like, or somebody been, or might have been a preacher, they was like, um, you know, um, Dusty Dusty's baby boy versus um, Dusty star people.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i think deep down that cody has a has a longing to have the relationship that some of those nxt kids had from a professional point of view you know dusty Rhodes is his dad so he'll always have a you know a a, a different relationship than all those other kids do. But I think that I think Cody feels like Dusty maybe didn't impart all those wisdoms he gave those kids in NXT and he made so, so, him come up boy. or or you know figure it out himself. And I think that, and I think Cody kind of resists that because I mean look how much Kevin Owens always talks about man Dusty Rhodes was the, the the reason why I'm probably even in this level of WWE, Sasha Banks, all the people who just talk about how much Dusty Rhodes, the time he took with them, the input he gave them, the advice he gave them, the just the help and the mentorship. And I sometimes think Cody kind of looks at that and was like, "But why he couldn't he give me all that? We probably figured that, you know,
0: if they go into a business, they want to take their own role. You know they don't want to be no see like there's
2: no depotism going on or anything like that. True, true. But uh, I'm not necessarily thinking trying to like give him a spot like Rey Mysterio was done for Dominic. I'm just talking about just the, you know, just the help. You know, what I'm saying like to be able to take it from where Cody was to where he needed to be at that particular time. You know. Dusty passed away he left the company he went out did the Indies and he figured it out eventually of what he needed to do to become to elevate his stardom to now where he comes back to WWE and you know he's the basically the face of Monday Night Raw but it took him six years and a trip around the world to make it all happen for him get what I'm saying Yes, sir. So, just something I always think about often when I see him interacting with uh, some of the people that I know Dusty Rhodes helped out a lot and how much they talk about how much he helped him out. Um, but before Rollins can really get anything going with the promo, the fans keep cutting him off. Rollins saying that he was going to talk about his respect for Rhodes and his family. After all of those years of hard work to become the American Nightmare, Rollins made him a star in just one night at WrestleMania. Rhodes asked him to get to the point, so Rollins says he wasn't properly prepared at WrestleMania. That's the reason he lost. Rollins will be ready at WrestleMania Backlash, and he is ready to win once and for all. Cody remembers Rollins being at the top of the mountain four times, but Rhodes was the winner at WrestleMania. He says, It's true that Rhodes has been gone, that he's been gone for six years and he spent some time in management. One thing he's learned is that sometimes you need a mediator. So how about the good people of Buffalo? A quick audience poll seems to favor Rhodes, but Rollins has an idea of his own. He wants Rhodes to face an opponent of Rollins' choice tonight uh, without any, you know, make it be a mystery opponent so he can feel the same disadvantage that Seth felt. And Cody is all in. And he says it works for him. So, speaking
0: of Cody, um, he says that Dan Lambert inadvertently helped him make his decision to go back to the WWE. <laughs> okay. The open mic night bitch promo? No. Um, Dan Lambert... Um, I think Dan Lambert has the WWF title, the one that he said his father he his father didn't um he 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 won the match and match Garden but didn't get the title. Mm-hmm. Dan Lambert has the title and he like, I think he like, handed it to like just let him like he handed handed it to him. I think he did, he did an interview. He was saying like that kind of made him want to go back to WWE and you know fulfill this journey.
2: Well, we will see if it's going to end up as the Shawn Michaels, you know, the hometown boy living at his hometown dream. Or if it's going to end up going to be the Lex Express where (laughs) all roads are leading to this big moment. And we get to the moment and it's like, nope, not going to do it. (laughs) Not going to do it. Uh, for you younger fans out there, just look up something about the Lex Express, the story <laughs> of Lex Luger, SummerSlam was that '93, I believe so. Yeah, just 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 look at just look up that tragedy, that was Lex Luger. Uh, women's tag team title matchup to kick off the in-ring portion of Monday Night Raw this week. Sasha Banks and Naomi, mm-hmm. legit bosses glowing up as only they can, taking on Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Everything breaks down and they all go to the floor. Banks gets hit with a riptide onto the barricade as we take a commercial break. We come back from the commercial break with an assisted powerbomb setting up the riptide on Naomi, but Sasha makes the save. The codebreaker into the bubble bomb into a roll-up gives Sasha Banks the pin on Rhea Ripley. Only thing that I was disappointed about is that Sasha Banks didn't stack up Rhea Ripley like she'd be stacking up everybody else. You know what
0: oh. I mean, those suggestive yeah, covers yeah. she'd be making. Yeah. Um,
2: but okay, before we get to the post match, what'd you think about this? It looked like Liv was a little off in this one. Maybe like a step slow.
0: Yeah, I saw it too.
2: Maybe she was thinking more about what was going to happen after the match because, of course, Liv and Rhea Ripley, they get into another argument. But this time, Rhea Ripley takes advantage of Liv Morgan. She hits her from behind, beats her down, gives her the big riptide, and the partnership is dissolved. Six weeks, man. Six weeks. Just when people were really starting to kind of get a feel for them. And they were really starting to really kind of get a feel for each other as a tag team. We break them up. You think this is going to set up Rhea versus Bianca SummerSlam?
0: Looks like the rollers lead to those two colliding after this whole Sonya Deville thing is over with, but we'll get to that later. Yo, girl, uh, we look back at science, hey, like, like, like me and Jade say, <laughs> if she's going against one of the faves, that's null and void.
2: Sounds like y'all be making up rules as y'all go, but I'm like
0: making up no rules, rules. That's, that's been the rules ever since we started,
2: you know what. Gonna,
0: me, and Jay, we, me and Jay
2: know our hearts is so <laughs> continue uh, we look back at Sonya Deville attacking Bianca Belair to set herself up as Bianca's first challenger Rhea Ripley is asked about an explanation for her actions and she, sh- and she says we don't deserve one so here comes Sonya Deville for her promo she talks about how she is a competitor who wants to face the best in WWE and that's why she wanted to face Bianca Belair Basically, she was like, "Hey, you know, this uh, front office managerial role was kind of thrust upon me. It wasn't something that I asked for. Um, even though I've excelled at my job, obviously, uh, I, you know, I've been looking for a way to come back as an active in ring competitor, and this was the easiest and best way for me to do it was to become the next contender to face Bianca." So Bianca comes out, but Sonya Deville threatens her with problems if she touches a WWE official. Bianca, of course, is ready for the match right now, but Scion Deville says that they'll do it next week in Bianca's hometown of Knoxville. Scion Deville keeps needling Binky and gets caught in the K.O.D., which means Deville has to threaten her with losing the title right now. So <laughs> Becky just—I mean, excuse me—so Binky kind of like. Tosses, drops her, and just leaves. Abuse of power. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Ric Flair to Eric Bischoff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think about when I see Sion Deville in this role against Bianca Belair. Uh your boy Veer. He got that uh he got that GPS signal straight from the uh, Air Force now. He knows exactly where Monday Night Raw is. He's taking on local competitor Jeff Brooks. The million-dollar arm sets up the cervical clutch to make Brooks tap. After the match, Mah- uh, uh, yeah, Veer Mahan applies the cervical clutch two more times, despite the referees and agents coming in to try to break it up. Making them look like a monster so far, so two for two there. You
0: got to believe in the ambulance.
2: Yep, yep, stretching people out in the back. Sion Deville is ranting to Adam Pierce about Bianca Belair's conduct, and she demands a huge fine. So Bianca comes in and she pays her a huge fine of one dollar.
0: I said somebody was watching Trading Places. <laughs>
2: Kevin Owens is here for the KO show, and Chad Gable is in the ring to administer a lie detector test. Owens isn't happy with Elias. who's running around pretending to be Ezekiel. (laughs) Uh, So he says he needs to get out here right now for that lie detector test. So Ezekiel comes out. He says he is Elias' younger brother, sending Gable into a rant about how Gable Stevenson is overrated. Owens says, focused because he's getting $150 Canadian for this. So they get to the questions (laughs) with (laughs) with Ezekiel being truthful about his identity. Each one sends Owens further and further over the edge, but Ezekiel has finally had enough. He has his first match tonight, but Owens is tired of all this lying. Threats are made, and Ezekiel basically tells him to bring it on. Owens leaves, so Gable jumps Ezekiel from behind. So that brings us to Ezekiel versus Chad Gable. The moonsault by Gable hits a raised boot, and Ezekiel grabs a one-leg lion tamer. That's when Otis jumps Ezekiel for the disqualification. So real quick, if if you're doing the conversion rates,
0: 150 Canadian dollars is only 119 dollars and 11 cents in the U.S. dollars. Mm, mm, mm. And also, um, Kevin Owens um, made a funny thing when he said that um, Chad Gable had a
2: 2.0.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which prompted me to ask, Could with a 2.0, could Chad Gable get in a chase shoe?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he also, he said something and gave a shout out to, uh, I guess that's what he meant. The shout out to 2.0. They yeah. About, and, you know, okay. So we get a video on RK Bro versus the Usos for WrestleMania Backlash. That leads us to RK Bro versus the Street Profits. Everything breaks down and the double hanging DDT plants the Street Profits. The RKO is loaded up, but the Usos music plays for a distraction allowing for a doomsday blockbuster to finish off Riddle. Post-match, the Street Profits get on the mic and say that RK-Bro needs to be worried about them and not the Usos. Did you get a heel turn? It was heel-ish. I don't know if it was a full-blown heel turn. (laughs) But it was heel-ish. Yes, I will get you there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You think... I think Montez has got the mean streak and the nastiness in him to pull it off. I don't know about Dawkins. Y'all yeah, go sleeping again. Um, watching.
0: Oh, 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 oh yeah, mind. I was in that. I mean, i
2: Watching NXT tonight, I had a, I had a premonition. Montez Ford versus Carmelo Hayes for the WWE title WrestleMania 42 main event book it good work book it like R. Anderson once said in the promo if I tell you an ant can pull an 18 wheeler don't ask me no questions just hit him up
0: <laughs> book it well Martin Lawrence said, if I told you a duck could pull a truck, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 no, um I can see that happening in the future. They would have, have to you have to you have to trust okay, speaking of which, I I said I said this and you said it and you kinda counted it, but I said that Vince may make Grayson Waller A star on the main roster, and you said that now if he um, ruins them like he's done lately, and I'm like, that's why I said may, but in recent recent weeks, he's been showing that he's um, he's been kind of like stepping stepping up, showing that he can he can go. So he's what we want to be watching for in the next couple of years or so.
2: I know this isn't. I know that's a you know semi show, and I'll uh, be looking forward to talking to her.
0: All right, semi, we came uh, on before
2: we recorded Wednesday, so we need- but there's a right. It's like a, like I said, maybe like a month ago. It's taken a, a a while for me to come around to it, and I still have my druthers on some things, grizzled young veterans, but um, they're yeah, not that no more, sir. I'm not here for the, all these damn name changes now.
0: I, and, I, and I tried to mention too. I tried to tell you. I was like, "Listen, we'll we'll talk about that in the more muscle segment." But yeah, Vince is definitely awesome. Old, awesome. Old. He. I'll. We'll talk about it then because because we it already it's already level fourteen and I need to, get, <laughs> we need to get this wrapped up.
2: But go ahead. But yeah, it's it's just you know the fact that hopefully if they are turning heel, Dawkins can hold up his end on his side. Never know, never know. He may surprise you. I need him to do some D-lo. He needs to study the D-lo Brown playbook. Don't
0: you know what? Okay,
2: all right. I wish they had the European Championship again, so he could be the European champion. That would be dope. That would be dope. (laughs) Hailing from, (laughs) hailing from. what was he? He used to always be like hailing from Brussels, <laughs> D- European champion, D Lo Brown. Every week, it'd be like some different European country. That should be my right. shit. Um, we recap AJ Styles and Damian Priest from last week, with Damian Priest kneeling in the match, just ending once the purple light came down and shined on him. So, Damian Priest and Edge are like. In some, I guess they're in the room that Alistair Black used to be in. Uh, so they're sitting on the throne. They, at least Edge is sitting on the throne. It's all purple and black in there. He not says all, not all, um, creative gets thrown away. We get to that later <laughs> or two. <laughs> he says the fans need to know who they are. Ed says these seeds were planted when he was in the brood and the Ministry of Darkness. He says they haven't lived up to their potential. Like last year when Damian Priest was playing second fiddle to Bad Bunny. Then he didn't even have a match at this year's WrestleMania. Edge even had to beg someone to face him at WrestleMania, and that was too far. He returned in a great moment, but in two years, the fans are treating him like a part-timer. They're saying they're sick and tired of him. They were saying he's here too much now. He says the only person to stand in their way is AJ Styles. So Edge officially challenges AJ to a match at WrestleMania backlash. It will be AJ's Judgment Day.
0: Remember the Judgment Day people's
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, What do you think about the explanation? A little clearer. At that, least they. That,
0: that was, ooh, he said he played Second Field, the bad bunny. I was like, ooh, bruh.
2: Shot fired.
0: Shots. A bad boy probably be
1: like
2: what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um. After that commercial break, AJ Styles accepts Edge's challenge. He's getting interviewed in a locker room. The lights start flickering. Uh, he tells the interviewer to you know get out of here. Edge and Damian Priest appear. They beat down AJ Styles with Edge slamming uh the foot locker on AJ Styles' arm over and over. That's an old building. They got those type of lock those foot lockers in the locker room. You hardly really ever see those anymore.
0: We don't.
2: United States title matchup theory taking on finn balor um so there's a spot before they go to commercial break where finn balor gets net breaker off the edge of the ring so like you know uh, theory grabs him by the head slides him to the edge of the apron and then just drops him you know does a net breaker to the outside. So that is playing throughout the whole match. Finn Balor, you know, is selling his neck. And Austin Theory is working on his neck. So the coup de grace misses, which bangs up the already bad neck of Balor. So basically what they're trying to sell is the shock of him landing and missing. Jars' his neck. That allows Austin Theory to hit the A-Town down for the pin. And we have a new United States champion. And his name, is theory, oh my gosh, this crowd did, could care less for three-fourths of this match. They were so dead.
0: Yes, they were.
2: I don't know when Finn Balor's contract is up. I don't know if he's re-signed the contract that he had, that he came in on. But he needs to get out of here on the first thing smoking. Too bad they couldn't keep him down at NXT because that's probably the old NXT, it was a sweet spot for him. They, you know, Vince still sees him as the kid who got hurt when he put the Universal title on him, and he's never lifted that off of him. And yeah, that was a pathetic United States title run for somebody way too good. After the match, some of the heels come out to celebrate with Austin Theory. Vince McMahon even comes out uh, when Theory is making his way to the back to raise his hand, congratulate him, and, of course, take the selfie with the title. Um, Seth Rollins says he has an idea on who Cody Rhodes' opponent will be, but he won't say who it is. Now, excuse him as he has a phone call from the opponent. So, it's time for the... You know, what this was a play on, and I don't think nobody ever talked about it, or they didn't bring it up, or they didn't associate it. You know, they never said a wedding, right? Throughout this whole thing. It, it was a double commitment ceremony, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's apparently the what Ric Flair had with Wendy, right? When they was Wait, like... You know, when they, you remember a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, they were like, Ric Flair is getting divorced.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then
2: but he came out and was like, Nah, we was never really married. It was just a commitment ceremony.
0: Oh, oh what the fuck <laughs> what,
2: the, what the fuck? <laughs> but I don't think nobody ever put the two and two together. So it's time for the double commitment ceremony between Dana Brooke and Reggie and Tamina and Akira Tozawa as presided over by R-Truth. During the ceremony the 24-7 title is off limits per R-Truth's orders. So here come the brides uh, in an awesome touch. Sasha and Naomi Banks are carrying the bridal train of Tamina who seemed to be uh, a little late for the queue. She seemed to be rushing coming around that corner a little bit um so (laughs) in the funny um part our truth doing what all plot people do putting s on the end of people's names uh says dana brooks a couple of times and dana's like truth is Brooke, no s and truth was like oh you know my bad uh So it's time for one of the couples to be unified and the other two to get hitched. Brooke says her vows, though the fans are not exactly interested, given this quite the what treatment. Reggie gives a to the point speech talking about how their love has made him stronger. Uh so our truth as uh Tamina for her vows, she says same as Dana's. Uh he says, To Zower, what about you? He says what he said. So truth asks for objections. But Tamina objects and tries to switch grooms. Actually, hold on. Tamina switches again, and now she's standing beside Dana Brooke, who's cool with all of this. Tooth is like, y'all gonna get me fired? I don't even know if that's PG. So uh, they end up going back to their original parents. They exchange rings, and Truth says they're committed, so get the smooching on. Smooching ensues, and then Reggie pins Dana Brooke to win the 24-7 title. Then Tamina wins the title from Reggie. Then Tazawa wins the title from Tamina. And then Dana Brooke hits a high crossbody off the top and wins the title again before jumping on Archie's back, and he runs off to the back. No to the underscore Reese. No, I'm the not. No. I already,
0: already, already um, expressed my... Sentiment in the face, and so I'm not going it. But
2: I wasn't the people here on the oh podcast, no, been, have, particularly well, this, Particularly your host, party. your host here, didn't hear that rant, so we'd like for you to oh, get well,
0: it. I'm not going to it because I don't want to. I'm not going to go through it. It was, there was too much. You know, from for what everyone else was saying, it could have been a good segment, but they didn't like how it it turned out. One day i come and say from it, to me, look good and white. And I was like, God damn, she looked good and white. But it just, it was just like, oh, it was just so annoying because we knew what it was built around. I thought it was going to lead up to all truth getting the title back. And he hadn't had the title in forever. But it just, they didn't broke it, and then she running off on R-Truth back.
2: Uh, the crowd was shitting on it, so our did his best to try to well, hold it the death in the trying to um, play um clean up. He was like, Hold on now, hold on now, let us speak. Let us talk. This is a this is a real this is a serious moment. <laughs> he was doing this, he was doing his best out there to 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 get the crowd, uh, give him enough leeway to at least get the segment in. But, yeah, they they were not there for that. None of it. uh I have to start telling y'all to record the spaces. you I go back I mean,
0: and, We have to be able to get consent from all of them. Everybody going to come in there. But, that's true. I, I just didn't want to talk about it. I was just like, man, I was in there and we were talking about it. And I was just like, I knew you go answer. I was like, I feel like talking about it. it is just, this like, is this
2: the part where you really thought about telling me I'm I'm done? I uh, no. I'm gonna sit this no. week out. Have to pull out somebody off the bench.
0: No. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just like, to talk about it again? I'm just like, uh, okay, whatever.
2: But it's cool. We good. We, re- we recap. MVP okay. turning on Bobby Lashley to join Amos and set up their WrestleMania Backlash rematch earlier today. MVP said. He has moved on to bigger, meaner, and stronger things with Amos. Before WrestleMania Backlash, they want to let Amos display his strength. Say in an arm wrestling match against Bobby Lashley next week.
0: You know how
2: that's going to go. Oh yeah. This used to be Bobby's thing right here. Wasn't it him and Batista that had the arm wrestling contest that time back in the day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that was like the 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 waning moments of like my original wrestling fandom dying out was like when Bobby Lashley and Batista were were setting up all this stuff. Uh, Lashley talks about how he has to be almost to get to MVP. Is almost stronger than him. We'll find out next week because the arm wrestling match is on. I wonder if they're gonna give us MVP versus Lashley. In a match, because that seems like that's what they build into. Like almost, it's just kind of like the, the the obstacle for Lashley, before he can get his hands on MVP for turning on. him.
0: It's possible. Awesome.
2: Mm. So now it's time for the main event: Cody Rhodes versus our mystery opponent. Seth Rollins brings out Cody's opponent, and it's his best friend, Kevin Owens. Uh, So, of course, they hug, whatever. Seth is doing his maniacal laugh. Owens hits the swinging superplex. They head to the apron with Cody reversing an apron powerbomb to send Owens to the outside. Rollins yells at Owens to get his fat ass back in the ring, but Kevin Owens isn't having it. He tells Seth, hey, man, this is your problem. He walks out and takes the count out loss. So after the match, Cody's doing his posing. Seth runs up in behind him, pushes him off the top rope. Cody crashes into the barricade, and it looks like Cody has injured his ankle as we go off with the cliffhanger of, oh no, is Cody Rose injured? He looks like he's grabbing his ankle. But we're out of time, folks. We'll see you next week. Yeah, of course. There's
0: a part doing this match where Kevin Owens did a, did a um, gold dust spot
2: yeah yeah right in the beginning <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was a long ass match not to have no winner boy well it wasn't winner, just wasn't
0: in the conventional way well yeah
2: you know what I mean
0: yeah
2: straight up you know questionable finish. It's like, man. hmm They want you to come back next week to watch. Oh, this time, I done invested in this match and this is, and y'all can't find no better way than this to get out of it. Okay.
0: Hey, they say, they want you to come back
2: next week. Well. you got to keep you enough to come back next week. Man, this show got about a five. This thing was, this thing was, was not good. Nope. I, I, I mean, it was
0: alright. It had his moments. To me, that white was definitely my highlight of the night.
2: <laughs> um, I like the RK Bro stuff. Um, I like Street Profits, of course. You know, with the little edge to them. Biggie doing her thing, getting fined a dollar, which was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Her and Sonya Deville setting that up. Um mm-hmm. But that's really about it, man. Yeah. Yes. It's, the, it's All right. this has been a, a far cry from the past couple of weeks where Raw's actually had you know multiple good segments and things happening, but this week was just a dud. Uh, free Finn Balor. Um, hopefully his contract is is up soon and and he can go the route of what gentleman I'm sure we're about to talk about in what is the upcoming Mo Meltzer new segment.
0: I'm just gonna run through this and swap me up out of here because I have to work in the morning um so during the broadcast um f- um f- folks noticed that one Kushida was in the alumni section which prompted the question did to get re- kashida get released and apparently either his con- his contract must didn't get renewed and he's out the door. So, um, most likely, he'll be heading back toward New Japan.
2: Yeah, I, I heard mean, his contract just expired. Yeah, a, she, and re-
0: was like, she was like like 38. Mm-hmm. Really looking for the whole youth movement that day. But Kushida had a nice run in NXT. I'll give him that.
2: Yeah, he definitely was a fit for the black and gold NXT. Definitely yes, not the... I don't even know what you want to call this version of NXT. 2.0. Um, they
0: call it 2.0, so that's, yeah.
2: that's what they call it, 2.0. Yeah. Um, what's those, um, Was it hyper colors? Those shirts that would change colors when you, you got hot? Yeah. Yeah, the hyper color. Well,
0: the, the or when uh, the 90s came around, it started to be in loud, loud colors.
2: Yeah, that's what... yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking that this is what I want to call this version of NXT. Hyper color NXT. Yeah, he definitely don't fit. In this, he's one, he's too old, and you know, if he's that not want to become like a trainer or a coach or something, definitely wasn't going to go up to the main roster because they don't have that cruiserweight division to try to cater to anymore. So, he's get, 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 getting jobbed out,
0: mm-hmm. he probably would have been jobbed out to um via if that would have happened,
2: yeah. So, maybe he'll. Do a a quick shot in AEW right before he heads back to Japan. He might you never
0: know. Oh
2: you yeah, never know. you know Tony Khan. You know. is all you know, about
0: Tony Khan. Tony Khan make an announcement quick.
2: No, Tony Khan is all about that. So
0: um, Alexa Bliss is fed up with creative. Oh
2: man, she Alexa Bliss just wanted... got married to that dude. She' about to be like wrestling
0: she wanted to um she wanted to be she tried to pitch to be involved in the becky bianca match and got shot down because we would have been like
2: no get the fuck up yeah, we don't, yeah we don't they already do too many triple threats and and fatal four ways for titles as is yeah
0: um wwe is reportedly interested in bringing back ftr FTR's contract is up with AEW, but they do have an option to extend, and I don't think they would be in the verge of coming back. So, most likely, Tony Collins will ex- extend that um, that option because since the, it's word is going around, WWE is interested in um, bringing them back. Mm. Uh, Jack Evans will not have his AEW contract renewed. So, so long to him. Uh, Veer Mahan's, um... Veer Mahan's, um... Well, re-debut and was a big hit in India. So, it's good for him. Good for India, too. Um, Randy Orton is celebrating 20 years in the WWE. And Randy Orton is definitely have had some moments he's went from we we couldn't stand him to now he's probably I'll say he's having the most fun that he's had in a a long time in his whole WWE career oh yeah for sure but definitely uh, he was um, Mick Foley was um, basically saying um, he he enjoyed the the two thousand four, I guess the bar wide match they had. And um he was putting them over and um, Randy had thanked them. He was like, you know, likewise make thank you for, you know, he said he thanked them as well too. So that was good for him. Uh Steve Austin says he's open the WrestleMania 39. He said <laughs> he's um feeling one hundred percent. But you know, he still said never say never. It's kind of what the Undertaker said at the end of the Hall of Fame. Um, as Well, so you never know. Either he will, he won't. But he's, he's open to um, being in Hollywood for WrestleMania 39. There's no more most to Vince McMahon because we can't take it. <laughs> Vince can't take it. Well, Vince literally. can't take it. We, we can take it because we can laugh and make jokes about it. But Vince, on the other hand, no.
2: Yeah, he can't take it literally.
0: Um table three is returning. Table for three red is returning. So um
2: any uh any uh any listing on who's the first guest? I think you're the first one is,
0: will be um Kurt Angle, Chad Gable, and Otis. Okay. Where's uh Jason Jordan? Probably Producing, but I don't even I don't even I even see him on the on the run sheets to produce anymore. So I don't even know what, if he's what he's doing backstage or anything like that. But I know he was supposed to be producing, but I haven't seen him on the, on the run sheets and everything. Mm. Um, oh okay, yeah, Pat Buck when he left, um, he left WWE and went right to AEW. He said he was going home to be a family man. Well, I guess he probably looked at his kids. His wife and said, You know what? And called Tony Corner and said, Hey, I just quit the other station. You got anything for me? And they said, Come right on down. Um, who else? Um, NXT, a lot of changes, a lot of name changes. Um, Kate and Catanzaro is now Katana Chance, and Kaylee Ray is now Alba Fire. Uh, the Grizzle Young Veterans of Dale, um, Drake and Gibson. That's it. You saw you? Could you say it? Could you was like, well, I don't know if you saw it, but or the name or the name banner or the plate, whatever, it said um, Drake and Gibson. I said, oh, so no longer the Grizzle Young Veterans. Well, they're always gonna be. I know they're always gonna be, always gonna be always like, to like, be like this me, man. They're always gonna be. That's my squad. <laughs> I'm like to get changes to come through because they still got some names, some people up there who still have their names that they use on the end, like Cedric Alexander, mm-hmm. Tommaso Ciampa, things like that.
2: If you listen to the latest edition of the NXT cast that me and Miss Simi uh, recorded, uh, we talk about specifically Pretty Deadly and Grizzly Young Veterans and our outrage and frustration. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Dawn, Here comes the
0: final part of the moments segment.
2: All right. What well we got?
0: Last will week.
2: Last will... week was a. Last week I actually went through and searched it out, and uh, oh, and, wow. found the, and found the highlights. Okay. All
0: right. We have T-Bar versus Apollo Cruz and Champa versus Cedric Alexander.
2: It's almost the same show as last week. They just switched the people up. They sure did. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I, it doesn't sound as intriguing this week, but uh, yeah, I'll give it a peep.
0: Okay, he'll give it a peek. He's not going to watch it, but he'll give it a peek.
2: Yeah, All I'll right. give it a peep
0: Oh, yeah, so I watched Evil, um, like I said, like I was saying on Twitter, very great show. Um,
2: Sasha I, Banks was on tonight. Huh? The Sasha Banks one was coming on well, the NXT on tonight. Peacock. All the episodes on man, Peacock. you know I only fire Peacock once a month. I thought you, I thought you watched them all. Nah, I said I need oh. to go back and watch them because every time because they show them at the at the end of NXT, yeah. they they they've been showing them, and I like man, I get caught up in the beginning. That's why we be starting the show a little bit late because I would be watching that intro. And, yeah, uh, hers, hers
0: was. Hers was definitely real good. I was even I not even mad about. But here's the, the funny thing was watching the um the Hogan one, and I was like, you know how the story's gonna go. We will talk about him, him how he came up, and then how he left WWE, went to WCW, the whole that whole thing. Kind of like what you said about you coming in and they 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 happy to see you, but then they need something different, and then next thing you know, Bash at the Beach happens and. Mm-hmm. Bobby Heenan, is he? The, is whose side is he on? <laughs> yeah. Bobby Heenan, whose side is he on? I've been telling y'all for years,
2: this man cannot be trusted.
0: <laughs> oh, Bobby Heenan was in his bag. <laughs> Bobby Heenan was in
2: his bag, and I was just like, "What?" Well, Bobby Heenan. That was the, that was the night that throwing trash became popular in WCW. Yes.
0: That's is synonymous
2: with the NWO just throwing trash. Yeah. And you know The only time I ever thought that WWE fans because most of the time, even though you know they're North they more at that time there were more mostly Northeastern fans and things like that, you know, their fan base was mostly that from that part of the country. Right. They never seemed that boorish, you know, that they were throw trash. But the night after Roman beat The Undertaker and came out on Monday Night Raw and he stood in the ring and they booed him for like 10 minutes straight or whatever, that's the only time I ever felt like, man, somebody might throw something in the ring at the WWE event. They, they, tell, they, tell, you, they tell
0: you They tell you not to throw nothing anyway, so they have strict rules about that.
2: But, I'm pretty but, sure you know, WCW what, has strict rules, okay, too, what, about what, throwing what, shit in the ring, but that ain't never stopped what, nobody. <laughs>
0: you wanted Roman to come out there and say, this is my yard now or something like that. Yeah. And then leave. And then he would really have to heat.
2: I'm pretty sure WCW had rules back in the day about throwing shit in the ring, too. but
0: Yeah, but then when, they, when they, the fans was upset, that was all she wrote.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, where are you going to pinpoint it from, you know? it probably be easier today because they got the whole building lit up, whereas in back in the day they just had a few rows lit up. But here's the, the funny thing was is that when they had they had
0: Vince Russo talking about what was going on there, and then Bischoff, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And then the, the shots that those two were taking at each other, and the part where Bischoff said. And he said, don't edit that out, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Bischoff was like, don't edit that, I did. I was like, oh, man. he." I said, they do not like each other.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. Vince Russo, uh, Eric Bischoff don't like him and Jim Cornette don't like him.
0: Every time he say shit stain, I was like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's like, man, and those two dudes, Jim Cornette and Eric Bischoff, aren't particularly like on the same wavelength either, but they do have one common. They don't like Vince <laughs> Russo. Yeah. 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 That's all you have for Mo Mouser this week? That was quite a bit of Mo Mouser. Oh, shit. You know what that means. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, tomorrow at two thirty. Damn, gonna be at me about some breaking ass news. Breaking. Break, break. Con- really you know Tony Khan to got a big announcement for tomorrow. Well, that's that's Tony.
0: Totally t- that's like Tony Khan, but you know. We, we, we'll see if the w w e steals the afternoon
2: yeah we'll see if they got anything that got up me sleep i don't know man it seems like we do for some new talent on both the rosters but i but it seems like it's only coming from nXt if it is it doesn't seem like there's any outsiders you know no
0: nah, i don't think they got any outsiders coming
2: in yeah i mean cody It was is the only one, but it seems like we need like a couple more, just to kind of spice things up a little bit, you know. I guess because I watch so much NXT and been watching NXT for so long, you know what I'm saying. When we wanted the Pete Dunns and these people to be on the main roster, it seemed like they were fighting against it. Now that we gotta got comfortable with them in NXT and being a part of that fabric, like like they should just stay here, and then they move them up. It's just like oh, and then they change the name and change the gimmick, and it's just like oh, this is terrible. This is just not hitting the way it should. So so it doesn't feel like the roster has been infused with any new bright up and coming talent, you know. Right. The way that if Pete Dunne would have came up two years ago, it would have felt different, I think, you know. But I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know, the Raw especially, SmackDown a little bit too. They, they just need a little, you know, I guess it's just that after WrestleMania, lull, you know what I'm saying? Have all that build up, big event. And, of course, it's going to have a little bit of come down to it.
0: Exactly, bro.
2: After that, so. Guess you can't jump them up all the time. You got to let them settle a little bit so you can get them back on your feet again. So, I guess this is the period that that is right now. I'm just looking at it from a pure, I need to be entertained standpoint and I need to have some fun during these shows. And um, so, I'm always looking for the, you know, AEW booking. Just give it to me all. Don't stop it at all. Just keep building, 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 building. Just you know, put more shit on top of another. Don't calm me down. That's kind of of Tony Khan's life is the way he books his wrestling.
0: That's yeah. <laughs> right.
2: All go. No, no stop signs.
0: No stops. So you you got to get everything in. <laughs> <laughs> That's my right. If run from 7 o'clock to like midnight, he'd be there like, you're sitting over here.
2: Yeah, we ain't we ain't registering nothing. We just gonna hit you with the biggest move we can, and move right on to the next one. Ain't even gonna let you sell. You got hurt by it. Nope, nope. But well, all right, Moe, to the underscore Reese at this point in time, sir. I'm turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Uh, shout out to you, though,
0: another week of us doing. This here show, um, shout out to the people on the network, Jade and Semi, Terry's boy Anwar. Um, so, kind of a couple of like new Japan shows. It's coming over, coming up on around the bend. Especially uh, um, as a, I mean new, a new Japan show in DC. I don't know, I don't know. I have to see the date to see if I'll. People want to go but I don't know um shout out to everybody in our spaces black Marvel black Howlin', Colin Wren um some, so, so some other names will be in there as well too I think their names too because they can we be all in there cutting up and everything um miss V miss Jupiter julep I' be on their podcast and I'll say
2: two weeks. Oh, yeah, because Bridgerton came back, huh? Yeah. So I'll be on that
0: podcast talking about the lack of sex and um, this season of Bridgerton and why it's a good thing. Um Shout out to everyone else. Miss V. Shout out to Madame Lizette. Shout out to Queen Melmendi, Shout out Kami D. Shout out to my girl Jay. Shout out to um... Jerome, um, A.K.A. Word, Roll Up, Sunny. Um, there's a whole bunch of people who be in, in there in them tweets with us, you know, laughing and cutting up and everything. So I appreciate everybody who tweets, who's in the spaces and tweets with us, you know. And like, I, I, you're not like Don, who you know disappears and then pops in the tweets and everything. You know, leaving me the whole things down. Some days I just be wanting to just chill and watch the show, but gotta be glue
2: the whole thing together around here. Amen. A wise man by the name of Anwar Star was t- told me I needed to delegate, so I'm just trying to listen to my Yoda and
0: delegate. <laughs> yeah, you you del- I'm like like you like we say we um we have you know quite a bit of people who you know step up and you know. And help out and everything like, um, Black Holland was hosting the space tonight. I saw he was hosting the space tonight. You know, I had class, so I couldn't really hop in and you know. They, but you nobody know, hosted it. It's it's cool. I, you know, it's like this. We have rules. They know when I'm hosting it. I got rules. Don't nobody just come up there. They, I mean they don't let nobody come up there either. But it's like you know, don't don't come up there. And, you know, if people be requesting, you know. If they can't if I if I if I don't see like following anybody who's already in there, I'm not gonna try 'cause people like to troll and stuff, but I ain't got no time to be worried about trolls and everything else. So you know? Yeah,
2: man, people definitely like to come in and try to crash the spaces mm-hmm. and, and especially, you know, when it's the space like we have, they like to talk reckless, you know, and especially yeah. when they see the amount of ladies that we have. In there as well. They try to be disrespectful We're on top
0: of it. Call some old wrestlers this and that. And I'm like, we asked you.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, that not, don't
0: fly. We did not ask you or your opinion about what wrestling is. We know what it is and we understand the game that it is. So we don't need your two cents. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. Like I said, if I'm hosting spaces... You know, it's it's definitely you gotta you gotta know somebody. Kind like of you gotta know somebody to get in. <laughs> definitely, almost we it. You ain't getting in with them tweets, bro.
2: Mo <laughs> <laughs> to the underscore, he's standing there like almost
0: <laughs> outside, hey, that's actually, that's outside the, the spaces. Yeah. <laughs> We used to see him, he'd be like, you know, you like ain't getting them with them shoes on. <laughs> did, hold up, did you mention Hold up, speaking of did you mention when Austin 3 won the title, how the heel the, 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 the cater, the catering crew came out to, to lift them up?
2: Yeah, man. They celebrated them like he was Randy Orton, or Randy Orton <laughs> won the title for the first, the world title for the first time.
0: Yeah. I'm looking, I was like, look, I said, look at this. I said, they probably told T-Bar and i about something, you want to get on TV tonight.
2: That's
0: how
2: you go. Fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's go. That's got us. <laughs> and
0: he came out there, and Vince, I
2: said, "Well, Vince Fountains, man, now. Well, man, hopefully they decide to book it worth a damn, man. I mean, they've been the 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 secondary titles don't mean shit, and that's a problem. It's a big old problem."
0: That's the problem. This is what Daniel Bryan was trying to do when he was—he was like, you know, he was trying to, you know, bring some legitimacy back to those titles. It's like, come on, man! Like, you know. And then when they say belt, and he say they say don't say belt because belt was used to hold up your pants. I'm like, well, man, stop! use treat the belts like treat the titles like they props. Let mean something. We have legacy behind those titles, right? I, said, I guarantee if you if you if you give a good story behind, um. U.S. have the in the card, they have cited the tag team titles, people won't, won't trash talk your product so much. You've got the story around one particular person and it's like, people are like, okay, well, we need substance, we need more.
2: Yeah, that, I mean, that's the reason like, why, why I, I said, give me more. <laughs> That's the reason why nobody was into the Finn Balor match because it's like, why would we? Why, why should we care? Y'all haven't booked him. I think, it was,
0: I think it was um I think it was um blackout We like, already know how this is going to turn out, and he, was, and he said I was right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like the man. The man didn't even defend the United States Championship on WrestleMania. So why are we supposed to care if he wrestling Austin Theory on Monday Night Raw when we saw Austin Theory on WrestleMania? Just from um from Austin. Yeah. So it's just you know it's it's. It's just the way that they have ran those titles down. They've switched them, put them on people, beat people that have been the champion into the ground in so many non-title matches. It's just like, man, y'all need to really figure out a way to prop these belts back up. Because especially on Raw, with um, not having a, a, a heavyweight champion at the moment and Roman mm-hmm. not you know, coming through every week, that's the biggest belt you got besides the women's title. So you know, on the men's side, so they need to make they need to start making that thing some sort of priority, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Or you know, it's just you know, it's not gonna mean nothing. It's gonna be an albatross to win it rather than a what? you know a stepping stone. It used to be like a stepping stone, like oh, shoot, Bret Hart just won the Intercontinental Championship. You know what I'm saying? Damn, that's a big step. I mean is he the number one contender for the when
0: Shawn Michaels when Shawn Michaels won the title and he's like the boyhood the boyhood dream has been um fulfilled, you know. It, it meant something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It it meant something. Kofi winning it in um in WrestleMania. It meant something. Even though they fu they won't get on that rank, but it meant something because of this work, you know. But it meant to meant to, you know, people like you and I watching the um show. Binky Binky winning two twice in a row at WrestleMania meant something. Sasha and Naomi winning meant something. You you can't just be just doing like doing a secondary tennis like that and just be like, Okay, you know, we'll you know, he'll win it. You'll win it at the at the overall. You know, and I see why you were saying you want Finn, free, free Finn Balor. I'm like, yeah, I mean like you know, you can't just be doing people like that and disrespecting people. That it is like we won't speak out about it on the um on the internet on the, on social media, and it's like they sent out those um those fan those fan council surveys as well too. I, you think I, you think I was I'm shitting on them now? I be shitting on them too. Mm-hmm. Probably why you stop sending them to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, you 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 gotta give us something, man. I understand you 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 putting the emphasis on the entertainment, like sports entertainment. I get it. But you're still wrestling though. You're still wrestling in order to get that sports entertainment across. We wanna see we wanna see more we wanna see just the rest. That's why we was loving NXT Black and Gold so much because it was an intimate setting, it was just wrestling. We got uh we had a great, a great, you know, event from beginning to end. You gave, us, they gave us a great, a great match, great stories from beginning to end. Like you still, you probably, gonna, it's going to be girls, young girls, 10, 15, 20 years later, talk about, I watched Sasha Banks and Bailey and um, AC take over Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And will say that was what made them it's
1: wrestling.
0: hmm And what say I watched Bianca win one back to back WrestleMania's, you know, in two thousand in 2021 and 2022. You have to um it's like you just have to realize that this is, you know, I understand Vince has you know what his sights are and everything, but someone to tell him, like, you know what? It's going to, to be a time I, we understand you, you, this is what you you have your idea and everything, but we have to look at the future and what you have to we have to rely on the people you have for the future. You have to rely on you have to rely on the future and everything. You have to rely on the, the talent you got coming up. And you got some matter of fact, um the, the young lady who's who was Roxy and ROH, she will debut on, um, on, um, what's, 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 um, 205 live card now?
2: Oh, next up, level up.
0: Yeah. So she was on that last week and she's going to
2: debut on 2.0 next week. Hmm. Nice. Well, she, um, she was on 2.0 tonight. You're t-
0: yeah, she, she did the interview,
2: but she's going to debut no, next uh-uh, week. uh-uh, You didn't see it all. He was in class.
0: No, I did watch it. I had to go on.
2: She she wrestled fake-ass JCJ. Anna J.
0: You sure? Because next said yeah. she was going to debut next week.
2: They did, and then they did some business, and it was tonight.
0: Oh. Well, oh, what's it the 9
1: o'clock
2: hour? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I was wondering. This is us. So, <laughs> I told you. I, watching I told his
2: you. watching his dramas.
0: Listen, I, to- I told you nine o'clock. coming. This is the last season. So, I'm sorry. Second hour, NXT. You you lose out. <laughs> oh, so he did. Do- okay, so he did do some business. Okay, um, but um, oh um, who who um. I probably should go back and finish watching that match because um, it was on. But it had, I turned at nine o'clock. I turned to NBC, but the Carmelo Hayes, um, um, San, Santos Escobar match was pretty good.
2: Oh, damn good! Damn good!
0: Let's <laughs> see, now there's another thing. If Vince wants to, you know, build. You know, built up his Hispanic audience. You got, you got a nice table down there. You, you see, you fucked over, um, fucked, over um, hit fucked over Hit Row. Fucked over Hit Row. But, you know, you one reach a Hispanic audience, you got Legado Fantasma down there.
2: Bring them up. Don't ruin them. <laughs> no chance in hell. Um, Santos, <laughs> I told you today. Santos Escobar cannot leave NXT without being the NXT champion.
0: We look the pride from um, Braun Breaker's, um cold day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if you watch the end of the show tonight... That might be well, more saw, accurate than you think.
0: Well, I saw, I saw that. I saw, I saw that. I turned, um, you know, they they, they, do, they do
2: the you run they
0: turn it, yeah, started. I was like, oh shit! He said, somebody on, leave a leap of faith and just pushed them down." and the, the, I said, "I told you, Joe Gacy's is coming to his character."
2: <laughs> well. I'm just going to wrap it up by saying thanks for joining us for the Rawcast. Shout Listen, out. To,
0: shout, out a shout out. It yeah. went with another
2: long. Yeah, this is the <laughs> longest shout out in the history of the Rawcast. So just thank you for joining us once again. Check us out on the Patreon page. Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Do some shopping on our page. CSPN.us. Check out all the podcasts. Comic Book Chronicles, Rawcast, Smackdown Matters, Cast and uh, share your commentary with color by using our hashtag and joining us in our spaces. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. <laughs>
1: What was that last Monday? Why are Edge and Damien Priest so set on making AJ Styles' life so, so miserable? Well, apparently, you all need to be reminded as to who the hell we are. Yeah, that's right. Last week was my years, and this side of me has always been there. It's just been dormant. These seeds were planted over 20 years ago when I was in the brood ministry of darkness but how soon you all forget only this version of that man is much more dangerous and those seeds will be watered by our opponent's tears now all of you are asking why why is this happening you can't get it through your chrome magnet skulls aj styles can't understand but he's a man of the people he's one of you so that makes sense it's real simple we haven't lived up to our true capabilities we haven't used what destiny has given us Here's an example. Last year at WrestleMania, Damian Priest played supporting act to Bad Bunny. And Damian was the glue, but Lil' Bunny got all the glory. And the fact that sailed over everyone's heads is that without Damian Priest, Bad Bunny would have been smeared across that canvas like a Picasso. Yeah, he didn't have a match this year at WrestleMania. And you all have to ask yourself the question, Why? why is this happening? <laughs> and what do I have to complain about? Where do I start? I had to beg for someone to face me at WrestleMania, me, a first ballot hall of famer. And unlike your, your Buffalo Bills and your Buffalo Sabres, I actually win championships. So I need to add to that. But despite all of those accolades, all I started to hear was complaints after nine years of being out daily, that you can come back, can't you? I fought, I scratched, I clawed, I bit to get this back, finally! And all it took was two years for our WWE universe to become the jaded lemmings and malcontents with an attention span of a nat or a TikTok video to start complaining about the fact that I was back. I'm here too much, I'm here not enough, I'm a part timer. I finally decided not to care what you think and take back what I never lost, which is the pinnacle of this industry that I call my mountain of omnipotence. We will pass judgment on anyone who stands in our way, and right now, the only person who has, the only person with the guts to stand in front of us is AJ Styles. Now, AJ, WrestleMania, apparently we didn't get our point across, so I am officially challenging you at WrestleMania Backlash. I am going to put this point like a stake through your heart. to you AJ and I know you're going to say that our verdict isn't fair and, and is it fair we don't care we finally decided to seize the day and what that means for the rest of the WWE and most specifically what that means for you AJ Styles is that it's your judgment day